All right, welcome to Time for Success Business Owner Moms Edition. And we have a wonderful guest today, Lisa Nichols, uh, founder, well, co-founder, I guess, of uh, Technology Partners, as well as uh, your own podcast. Um, and, oh, no, I'm not going to, something special, right? Something extra. Something extra. Something oh, extra. Oh, I totally blanked on that. That's Shame okay. on me. okay, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lisa, please tell me more about, uh, you know, what you do and, sure. and, and the podcast, too. So Absolutely. Well, first of all, Matt, just thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today and well, feel honored here. to be a guest. So, yes, so my name, again, is Lisa Nichols, and I'm the CEO, co-founder of Technology Partners. My husband and I um, came out of corporate America almost 25 years ago. Uh, and decided to pull our individual strengths and build this company, and we just feel incredibly blessed. We're going to celebrate our 25th year in business next May. Congratulations. Yes, and so what we do, um, again, the name of the company is Technology Partners, and we're really all things IT, information technology. Mm -hmm. So everything from information technology staffing to solutions, and then we are also even getting into some software products. Fantastic. Some builds. Awesome. Now, and tell me more about the podcast that you started recently. Right. Because you're yes. having some great success with that. We are, and I'm having a blast doing it. Uh, yeah. Was it really at all on my radar? <laughs> um, but we have three children, and our youngest child, Allie, uh, is a little girl with Down syndrome. Mm -hmm. And uh, about three years ago, I just one day had an epiphany. Um, and I know we had all the same questions that everybody else has about having a child with special needs. And I just had this epiphany that I know that people sometimes are fearful of the unknown. Yeah. And I just felt a tap on the shoulder uh, from God, not an audible voice, but in my spirit. Yeah. Uh, I very clearly heard God say, you need to tell your story. So I started that process of writing a book. It's a labor of love. We're, we're working it. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. I have a literary agent. And it's being Great. shopped right now with publishing houses. Uh, so I'm trusting God's timing on that. Of course. But the book, really, God gave me the title for the book. And the book is called Something Extra. And Allie clearly has an extra 21st chromosome. But really what I talk about in the book is all the other something extras that yeah. she has, like extra love and extra acceptance, extra gratitude. I could go on and on. She, uh, but really, I believe every person is uniquely created. Mm -hmm. And every person has something extra that has been placed inside of them. They just need to discover that and then share it with the world. Yeah. So that's the name of the, the book. And so my executive team started saying, you need to, Lisa, you need to start doing podcasts uh, and get some thought leadership. And we have um, a whole initiative at Technology Partners around our corporate social responsibility area. It's called LIFT, Lives mm -hmm. Impacted, Futures Transformed. And there are three pillars underneath that initiative. The first one is meeting basic needs. The second one is promoting education. Mm -hmm. We're doing a lot in the STEM world, yeah. uh, obviously, because yeah. we're yeah. technology, of right? Of course, of course. And then um, the third pillar is actually supporting economic development. So we do things with Cortex and startups, and I'm on the Missouri Technology Corporation Board where we hear different companies pitch mm -hmm. uh, for funding, that mm -hmm. sort of thing. And so um, 
anyway, so the, the team started saying, you need to do these podcasts. And so our marketing team came up with, you know, it could be something extra yeah. with Lisa Nichols. And oh, really, yeah. it's a leadership podcast. Yeah. And I have guests on there from all walks of life, but really basically talking about their journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last thing that we talk about is what is the something extra mm-hmm. that every leader needs? And it has just been so much fun. And every every person on the podcast has said a little something different. So, yeah. um, for instance, I had Dr. John Townsend on the podcast a few weeks ago. Oh, wow. And Dr. Townsend's something extra was vulnerability. That's good. So people need to understand on your team that you're an authentic person and you have to be vulnerable, you know, to to be that and to raise your hand when you've made a mistake and be able to admit those. But some people, some guests have said passion. I mean, it's really been fun. Um, I remember one guest, Lethea Owens, said, you have to love your people. Yeah. You have to love your people. And we don't talk about love Not a lot all. in business. Not at all. No, because that gets mistaken with a lot of other things. And it gets does. very messy in business, right? You That's know? right. So it's really sad that we can't mm-hmm. have that conversation. Unless you're Southwest Airlines. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and they've got that in their whole brand right, 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 right. <laughs> brand that, identity, there right? There you go. If you just put it in your brand identity, yes. then, then maybe that's the way to do it. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So anyway, we're having a great time with it. And we're just, we're kind of making a thing out of something extra right now that's that's great it's fun so Allie our youngest daughter um, is doing something really fun right now so I don't know if the listeners know about Independent Center here in St. Louis amazing organization please share Mm-hmm. That's supporting people with mental illness. Yeah, yeah. Talk a little bit more about that, right. just so they know. Yeah, absolutely. So the Independent Center, there's 350 of these across the globe, uh-huh. but there's really only 12 that are certified to certify other centers. Oh, okay. <laughs> and St. Louis is one of those. Wow. So sometimes when you walk into the Independent Center, you may see um, organizations from Denmark or the Netherlands that are coming in to learn best practices. Hmm. But really, think of all the different things that someone with mental illness might need. So it can be everything from housing, obviously, psychological care, uh, but it can be housing, it can be clothing, it can be skilling them up. The whole idea is to get them into some transitional employment so that they can thrive. Uh, There is even a bank in the the center there that is teaching people how to budget their money. So it's just a very holistic approach. Um, And so I've been involved for the last few years, um, just basically going and being invited to the gala. And they had been asking me to dance. You know, that's their big fundraiser in January is the the competition, the Dancing with the Stars competition. And so every year, truly, I've just had something that I'm chairing something in February or Greg and I um, chaired a big conference for YPO in San Diego this past February. Yeah. And the competition is in January. So I've said, I just don't have the margin right now to do the practice um, and all the practice that it takes to get prepared. And so last year they said, well, why, why don't you come and be a judge? And so I said, well, that's a great way to get involved. It's one night commitment. Um, I had to get a few key phrases down, (laughs) like nice hands, nice foot movement, very lyrical or whatever. I had to get a few key phrases down uh, because I'm not a ballroom dancer, Um, but it was a lot of fun. Allie ended up, my husband ended up 
not feeling well. So she ended up coming with me and uh, just had a blast. And, you know, uh, people got to know her. And so in February... They said, hey, we have an idea for you. We know that you're probably too busy to dance, but we have an idea. And I said, okay, great. What's your idea? Uh, And they said, let Allie dance, and you can raise the money. (laughs) So that's what we're doing, and we're Mm -hmm. really busy. She just had a practice last night. She's having a blast. and So I love being able to support the Independent Center in that way, but it's kind of a double win for me. Because I'm having fun watching her have fun. Of course. You know, so. Yeah. Great. So I guess one of the ways that you define success for, you know, yourself and your family mm-hmm. is, I mean, empowering, empowering Allie and I'm sure your whole family to, to be able to just live a, a joyful life. Would that be fair to say? Oh, I would definitely say that. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and just, you know making sure that the people, you know, success is really about a family that loves one another, mm-hmm. has one another's back, yeah, um, is there for one another, you know. And um, Third John says, you know, that the joy in knowing that your children are walking with the Lord yes. is is the greatest joy. And so, like, if, if we can have all those things happen and they don't always happen, I mean, it's not <laughs> we're not a perfect family. We've got yeah. struggles just like everyone but um, you know, if we can have those things happen, I mean, I that's success to me. Yeah. Now, Allie's not your only child, right? Right. We have a son, Jordan, yes. who is twenty six. Jordan spent about five years out in Hollywood. Oh, really? That was kind of his first, um, you know, his option A, and yeah. so we really empowered him uh, the best that we could to do option A. Yeah. Um, and he went out. He was there for about five years. Love the craft. Really yeah. wanted to be behind the scenes. He, oh, okay. he had the moxie to be in front of the camera, but there's many ways. You know, he wanted to be directing, wow, um, okay. but had success. Ultimately, was not crazy about the whole Hollywood scene, and and it's yeah. it's a tough tough world out there and uh he's a midwest kid he (laughs) likes wide open spaces he loves to hunt and fish (laughs) a lot of concrete (laughs) so uh he is back in missouri now and just uh you know has gone to school and is is enjoying what he's doing right now and then we have a daughter Paige, who is in nursing school Mm -hmm. she wants to help people in that way um Allie works at Progress West Hospital and mm-hmm. is loving that. Yeah. Uh, we keep thinking there might be a successor to the business, but, you know, <laughs> nobody's that interested right now. We do have a little grandson named Sawyer, and so Greg and I are really right now placing our bets on him. Right, right. You're just giving him every piece of technology you can possibly oh, use. Oh, yes. It's like, okay, instead of flashcards, you know, it's like, here's a profit and loss statement. Right, right. <laughs> here's a balance state, <laughs> balance sheet. So we're placing our bets on him. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, One yeah. day it's he wants to be a police officer. The next day he wants to be a doctor. Who right. knows? How old is he? He's six. Six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess he's got a little bit of time. He's got but, some time. Uh, you got some time to work on him, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Well, I mean, but, you know, for your kids, uh, how, how, how would you say that, you know, you've worked with them to bring out something extra in each of them. I mean, wh- how, how how would you advise the audience to try to do that? 
That, you know, that's a loaded question. <laughs> and I don't know that I've done that great of a job, to tell you the truth, no. Matt. Uh, but just realizing they are not you. Yeah. They are not you. And sometimes I think we kind of expect them to be, you know, a certain way. And really, I think the best thing you can do for your children truly is to love them for who they are. Yeah. And, um, you know, for instance, Jordan's kind of gone down, you know, a path that, um, you know, is kind of unfamiliar to us. He He's working construction right now mm-hmm. and loves it. I mean, we have to hire people, <laughs> you know, to come to you. You don't want us doing construction in our house. Right, um, right. <laughs> but he is just really great at it. He yeah. loves it. He's got a passion for it. Um, in his spare time, he's watching YouTube videos on how to do things better and more efficiently. So, you know, you just, you have to love them for who they are and Mm -hmm. accept them for that. And just, uh, really try to encourage them to say, Hey, you know, if this is what you want to do, Paige has always just been, um, a fair, she will make a terrific nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have been a terrible nurse. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she is just very empathetic, and uh, she she will just be an awesome nurse, great bedside manners, and and all of that. I know, and she's just always wanted to help people. The thing uh, about her is. And we haven't always done this perfectly, Matt, but I would we're tell human, you right? we're human. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank goodness we're works in progress and God's mercies are new every day. But, right. um, you know, we we for years kind of sat down at the beginning of the year and would do a retrospective on our year and say, mm. what went well? You know, what do we need to eliminate? How do we yeah. need to change? How do we need to, you know, maybe add some things going forward? What are your goals? And we would do that year after year and i remember when they were teenagers one of Paige's things was she goes i really want to not just send money to missionaries i want to go do things i want to go go do things and so you know that was kind of a trajectory for us where we said okay we're gonna you know we we took an opportunity to go work with some orphanages in el salvador one year, um, two government-run orphanages. Um, And then another year, a couple of years, as a matter of fact, we went with Homes of Hope to Costa Rica and -hmm. built houses. Um, And and one year we sent her, I can remember, I think maybe she was 16, we sent her to Dominican Republic by herself with Homes of Hope with some other teenagers to to work on houses. Um, But she's always had this desire to help people. And I think... The thing with the nursing is that she tells me is I want to be able to possibly go sometime and provide medical assistance, wow. real medical assistance. So, yeah. you know, I don't know how all that will play out, but yeah. um, I think really at the end of the day, your children just need to understand that, you know, that you love them no matter what, right? Um, that you've got their back right. and they can completely trust in that. Yeah. I think that's that's very powerful. I mean, especially I think business owners are most business owners are probably in a very similar space to you. They 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 get into it a lot of the reason for kind of legacy, you know, taking mm-hmm. care of their families and right. hoping to be able to pass it on. Right. And <laughs> and then they find that that's just maybe not their kids' calling. You right. <laughs> and you can't force that on them. You right. know, it has to be their decision. Right. So we'll see. I mean, it, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. I, I have talked to so many own, business owners that'll say their kids go do something else yeah. and then they'll come back. Yeah. 
you know, and, and that's okay too. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. okay too. But yeah, you, you brought up an interesting point about like founding a business. Um, you know, Greg and I have always, the, the thought of doing good by doing well mm-hmm. has always appealed to us, always appealed to us. We both have had entrepreneurial bents. Yeah. Um, you know, he founded several companies while we were in college, and <laughs> I founded a flower business when I was seven. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so it goes, so, it's, it's it's core of your guys' it's nature. It's kind of core. Yeah, my yeah. dad had his own business, so... Yeah, so um, that entrepreneurial bent has always been there, but really that prospect of doing good by doing well has also appealed to us. So I can remember even in college, Greg had big dreams mm-hmm. to be able to make big impacts. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when you have a business, if you are doing well as a business, you are able to, to help more organizations. I think yeah. somebody told me recently, I think there's maybe 9,000 nonprofits in this greater St. Louis area. Just in St. Louis. Yes, 9,000 wow. nonprofits. And so if you think about that, it's really the businesses and those businesses that are willing to give back. Yeah. That are helping those nonprofits yeah. accomplish their goals and their mission, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it truly all works together. Those nonprofits can't operate yeah. without thriving businesses. Yeah. I, so. I'm sure I've, I've heard you talk, so I'm sure I've heard that doing good by doing well mm-hmm. before in some of your speeches, but mm-hmm. like, I don't know, just sitting here talking with you about it, just really hitting, hitting home a little bit more because, you know, I, I think a lot of people, they build businesses because... You know, they, they, they want to make a bigger impact. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. so if, if part of their core mission is mm-hmm. doing good by doing well, mm-hmm. it adds a little bit more uh, fuel to the fire, maybe. That's right. Yeah, the better that we can do, the better stewards we are yeah. of what's been gifted to us, um, you know, the, the, the more impact, the bigger impact we're going to be able to make. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that idea of doing good by doing well. Uh, what what are some ways that you guys do that with your business? Guys and gals, I'm sorry, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to be sexist here. But. Sure, <laughs> right. No, 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 we have both. <laughs> we have great diversity <laughs> in, our, uh, in our business. Yeah, so, you know, we've, first of all, I guess, you know, I'll, I'll say this, and, um, you know, we've all been gifted with 168 hours a week. Right. Right? Right. So I think, you know, it kind of starts there. And saying, okay, you know, we've got to be a good steward of that 168 hours. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I get asked a lot about the, I get asked so many times about the question of balance. Yeah. You know, how yeah. do you balance it all? And here's what I would say. You can't balance it all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's impossible right. to balance yeah. it all. Uh, but what you do need to learn how to balance is the most important things. Mm-hmm. You know, the most important things. And then right. every individual needs to decide for themselves what that is. Yeah. You know, they need to do some introspection and and uh, reflection. Oftentimes we don't take the time to do that. Hopefully at least 24 minutes each week if you're a business owner mom or business owner right. dad, right? Right. <laughs> Watching it, the show, reflect upon it, think about it, right? That's <laughs> right. That's exactly right. No, it's so important to just step back and say, you know, what are the principles we're going to live by? What are the most important things? So I think the same thing goes in business. Um, we're all about, Greg is very process oriented. Mm-hmm. I'm an intuitive leader. 
Okay. He is an analytical leader. Okay. You could be, not be more opposite. Right, right. Hey, that's good. It's good balance, though, right? We like balance you, yeah. each other. Yes. I mean, we truly do play off of each other's strengths mm-hmm. and uh, the things that he does so well. Um, I'm not good at it all, nor do I enjoy. So, um, but one of the things, you know, that is so important is to make sure even in the business that you are using the time well. Yeah. And I think that's one of the tenets truly, Matt, of a Mm -hmm. good leader Mm -hmm. is, is knowing how to prioritize. Yeah. There's so many good things. And I can tend to be that that person that's a little ADD, you know, every shiny, bobbly thing. Oh, this is good. Let's do this. Right, uh, right. You know, and Greg is, you know, focused and stay the course, which is wonderful because I would just be all over the map probably. <laughs> but really, even in business, you know, being able to identify those things that are really the best things to do yeah. and are in li- in alignment with what your goals and your vision are. So yeah. we somebody asked me recently, do you guys do a one, three, five-year plan? We really don't. Hmm. We, we have kind of come down. We have like a yearly strategic plan, but then we okay. really break that down into quarters. I love it. And recently, uh, Greg has implemented it where we break it down into monthly top tens. Mm -hmm. So every person in our company basically says what they're committing to for that month. It's their top ten. And we have a system that is transparent. That's Mm -hmm. one of our core values is trust and transparency. And so it's transparent to the whole team. You know, what Lisa has committed to do for the business for this month, what mm-hmm. Matt has committed to do. Um, so there's a high level of accountability there. Yeah. Um, but a high level of trust, too. We're a high trust culture. That's great. Um, and very, very transparent. But goodness gracious, there's all kinds of things that, you know, we do to to really maximize, yeah. you know, the yeah. stewardship of the business. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, you know, doing good by doing well and you have that as a core component, it sounds like, of your culture, mm-hmm. if you're helping each of your employees actually have their own kind of path to what well looks like, right? That's right. That's exactly right. And, uh, and, and I think that you, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems to me like you encourage community involvement of your employees as well. Absolutely. So that doing good components. So tell Absolutely. me a little bit more about that. How do you encourage your employees? Love that. No, we, um, I call it team building with a purpose. Love it. So yeah. we are all about team building and doing things. We're doing something fun this coming Friday outside of the business. Um, we just took some people to the blues game last weekend. Uh, you know, we'll go play demolition ball. I mean, we'll do, we'll go to sports fusion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great, um, great organization sports fusion. Yeah. So we'll do things like that. But what I love to do is to go and serve as mm-hmm. a team. So we've done habitat for humanity mm. as a team where we've yeah. gone and built houses. Um, what I love about that, Matt, and it's something I didn't really think about uh, consciously, yeah. but then when it happened, I'm like, wow, I didn't think about that being a benefit. But when we've done that kind of thing, you've got cross-functional teams mm-hmm. working side by side. So this year, um, oh, we've done several things. We did uh, some things for the Little Bit Foundation. And then most recently, I want to say maybe September, we went to the food bank. Hmm. And I'm not going to quote it. I just know we packed a bunch of food. <laughs> for a lot. I don't know. It was like 30,000 pounds of food oh or something uh, that the team actually came together. But, you know, you saw 
our controller working with one of our salespeople. Yeah. You know, you, you saw HR working with uh, our solutions practice director. I mean, wow. it was just, uh, it's a great way to um, accomplish a goal together. I don't know. It just feels really good to do that kind of thing together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that a uh, huge takeaway here is that idea of doing good by doing well. I might have to steal that as my tagline, right? Absolutely. If Go that's ahead. all right. Is it, do you have that trademarked yet? Oh, no. <laughs> I, somebody else coined it. I stole right. it from somebody else. <laughs> you know, that is the, the definition of R&D, right? Doing it's, good by doing well? No, research and development. Oh. It's not that. It's rip off and duplicate. Oh, oh right, right. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. The, the, you know, in college, you get in trouble for that sort of thing. But yeah. it just seems like, you know, in, in it's business, business, it's just it's, kind of an everyday it's thing. It's acceptable. Right. right yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so for, since the technology aspect of things, yes. real quick, we've got like 45 seconds, maybe 30 okay. seconds left. All right. But um, first of all, how do people get a hold of you if they would mm-hmm. like some better insights in technology? Sure. Sure. So what, what's a great way to get it's a hold of you? It's www.technologypartners.net. Okay. So you can go to our website, and um, hopefully that'll give you everything you need. You could also reach out to me, Lisa Nichols, um, lnichols at technologypartners.net. Wonderful. Um, If you want to listen to the podcast, you can go to uh, Lisa Gale, G-A-Y-L-E Nichols dot com forward slash podcast. Awesome. And you can find us. So, um, yeah, okay. but please reach out to me. I would love to, to talk to any of your listening audience oh, about yeah. any of the things that we've talked about. Awesome, awesome. And, uh, well, this has been uh, Time for Success, Business Owner Mom's Edition. And we've had a fantastic guest, Lisa Nichols. Uh, Something Extra is her podcast and soon to be her book. Well, it is her book. It just needs to be out there. And, uh, and then also co-founder of Technology Partners. Thank you so much for your time today. It was a pleasure. 